Okay, it's a listener feedback segment for our Humanoids Volume 2 um, episode uh, from Patreon. Black Wolf says, if they only used humanoid sightings that occurred in conjunction with a UFO, I now have to know how many sightings were dismissed. Was 1973 even more bizarre? Um, yeah, I think it would be interesting, and, and somebody's probably already done this, and, and we've got the uh, the big humanoid catalog um, online and things like that, so it would be interesting to look at uh, ju- just how much more of an uptick uh, of, of humanoid sightings of all kinds occurred in 1973. That would be would be interesting. Maybe I should maybe I should do that when I have time. Um, Andy says last week I was going to ask you if you could look at the Jeff Greenhaw case, but I couldn't remember his name, so I was psyched when he started talking about him. His story is a little more interesting than the '73 report. You've probably seen the ridiculous metal man photo he took. Anyway, as goofy as it was, he stood by his story despite losing his career and his wife. Um, and there's a link where I can go down that rabbit hole, which I absolutely will. And I think there's an interview with him on uh, YouTube somewhere. So I might do a, a little Jeff Greenhaw mini episode at some point. Scott says, I guess what I find interesting is that alien humanoids had all but dropped out of pop culture in 1973. Sci-fi movies at that time were all dystopian dramas and paranoid thrillers, but that is in the middle of the Bigfoot explosion. So yeah, I, I think the, uh, the the Bigfoot thing sort of sort of causes it, I or not causes it, but is, is a factor. But yeah, it, it, I'm not sure what was going on with 1973. It's it's fairly interesting. Uh, Laura asks if the book gets into Pascagoula at all. Uh, seems like a fairly big omission, if not. Um, also, she wants to hear more about the black dogs in the cemetery. So do I. That's that might be one of the one of the the, the most legit creepy things I've heard in a while in the UFO field. And there is a, an entry for Pascagoula in there. There is. So an, an illustration of the sort of spiky-headed Pascagoula. Let's call it an alien. Let's just go ahead and call it an alien. Um, I, I should do a Pascagoula episode. Uh, it's, I mean, I will do a Pascagoula episode at some point. Um, but uh, but yeah, especially now that the book has been, um, that book has been reissued or republished because that thing was super expensive for a long time. Um, Black Wolf has a definition of a humanoid since um, the the saucer wife was sort of, we're sort of talking about what exactly is meant by a humanoid, a human-like creature that hasn't been seen enough times to make it its own category. I, I think that's a um, that's a, a a good a good description. Uh, on Twitter, Zilla fan says the cats and heat story reminds me of the time as a child. I told my mom two cats were fighting outside my bedroom window one night. My mother replied they weren't fighting. She did not elaborate. Years later, I got it. Yeah, it's a it's a distinctive sound. Absolutely. Um, Matthew on the uh, Saucer Life website says, I'd like to imagine a man high on LSD leaving a disco in New York City, gold medallion shining bright as he trips his way down the Appalachian Trail. He finally comes down in Sydney, North Carolina, wondering how he got there. I like to think that's what happened. I, I agree. On a more serious note, Matthew says, the smell of sulfur dioxide, rotten egg smell, was often... Um, had often been traced to leaking batteries back in the 70s and 80s. This episode has me wondering how many supposed encounters on the road can be traced to toxic vapors from older cars. Maybe the saucer wife is onto something. That, I mean, yeah, the weird industrial sort of mechanical vapors and, and gases and, and things coming in, making people sort of imagine things or 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 interpret things differently that is uh that is good and, and finally ns says the alabama incident where the being outran the car reminded him of or them of uh spring hill jack 
uh, Victorian London to late 20th century Alabama. The guy gets around. Spring Hill Jack is, is, is fascinating, especially his, his sort of ray gun thing. We, we talked to him about him a bit on our uh, Mad Gasser of Mattoon episode over on Great Lakes Lore. Uh, sort of, I sort of went down a Spring Hill Jack rabbit hole a bit, and that was that was fun. So those are the uh, the comments and questions for uh, our our Humanoids Volume Two episode. There will probably be a Humanoids Volume Three episode getting into some non 1973 Humanoids cases. I think that would be. A lot of fun. And next time we have our fifth anniversary um, celebration extravaganza, whatever you want to call it. Um, if you haven't uh, filled out the questions on our little survey, where we're looking for feedback and, and things and, and thoughts about five years of the saucer life. The link is in the show notes or just uh, just drop us a line in the comments or on social media with your favorite episodes over the last five years. Um, we're curious and we'd like to know. And also, what uh, what topics would you like to see or see more of? And also, any questions you have for me, I'll, I'll answer. Uh, I'll answer anything. So, um, fill that out in the survey or or get those to me in some other way. So, we'll be doing that. Uh, be doing that next time. And the time after that, uh, we're, uh, we're, we're we're it's the Gulf Breeze Six. We're finally going to be doing the Gulf Breeze Six. So, that'll be a lot of fun. All right. Thanks a lot, everyone. Talk to you later.